The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Please stop doing seven pound or seven dollar tasks. I'm going to share with you 22 seven figure tasks in this episode. Now, there's so many ways to distract yourself from doing income generating tasks. And one of the worst ways is what I call active procrastination. So in my book, Start Now, Get Perfect Later, I laid out what active procrastination is. Now, if you're going to procrastinate, do it in style. Go to the beach, sleep for a week, do absolutely nothing. Don't work hard on $7 tasks, which is usually procrastinating, procrastinating, procrastinating away from seven figure tasks. So I've been working closely with my um, executive assistant and my MD for us to focus myself and my MD on seven figure activities. Now, it's so easy to get drawn into seven dollar ones, but I'm going to go super quick fire. I probably will do a really deep blog article episode on these 22 seven-figure activities. But for now, I just want to give them to you to get you cracking. Don't be overwhelmed by them. Just think, okay, some of these I can implement in my business now. Some of them are for later. And bearing in mind, I'm talking about an eight-figure-a-year company. Therefore, some of these aren't going to be worth seven figures to you today, but they could be worth seven figures to you tomorrow. So here we go. These are in my companies, training companies, 22 seven-figure activities. And by the way, um, if you're watching the live video, then in the comments, feel free to add any tasks you do that you think are of really high value. Six or seven-figure tasks that maybe I didn't include. So number one is new partnerships and collaborations. I've had more than a dozen seven-figure partnerships. So for each new partnership I can find and forge and nurture, that could be seven figures. It could be seven figures in total, more than a million pounds of dollars. It could be seven figures a year. It could be eight figures in total. I've definitely had two or three of those for sure. Okay, now that's not hard work, by the way. That's social work. That's smart work. That's relationship work. Okay, second then is finding the new trend. You know, what is the new product that everyone wants? What's the new trend of media or social media? What's the new opportunity? And I'd say every 18 months, two years, maybe even quicker now because of Moore's law of speeding of technology. One of these, more than one of these arises and it's my job to find it. And if I'm doing $7 admin tasks, I can't find the 7 million or the seven figure new trend. Number three, seven figure activity. What's the new ad platform? It was Google AdWords. It was Facebook ads. It was YouTube ads, Amazon ads, Spotify ads. You name it. Um, but there's always going to be every, what, 12, 18 months, who knows, six months, a new ad platform. You find it as a business owner and leverage it. That is definitely seven-figure activity. Okay, number four is outbound sales. 
If you've got a good referral business, a good small business, you're probably getting nice inbound leads. That's lovely. It's not much effort. But outbound, going out and hunting new business and finding business where you didn't find it before, that is a seven-figure activity. And I definitely know my team can work more on that. These are from real, on the ground, 15 years experience in business, many failures and mistakes along the way. And this is uh, ones that I've written for my company, not just theoretical. Someone's just donated 150 stars on the live video. I love you. Thank you very much. Okay, five then is training trainers. So if you have trainers, speakers, partners, staff, training them. You know, training yourself is probably a five-figure, maybe a six-figure activity. Training others and the leverage of that is a seven-figure activity. Number six, and mastermind programs. At the moment, people don't necessarily need more education and information overwhelm. But we definitely need more implementation, more scalability. When all is said and done, more is said than done. So to do what we know, people need more of that now. There is a a bit of an overwhelm pandemic. So if you and your companies can get your staff and your customers and your trainers um, to do what they need to do to train them to implement their own five, six and seven figure tasks, that's a seven figure task to you. But what we tend to do a lot is train ourselves, but we omit to train other people because we're so busy digging, 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 head down, ass up, digging, 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 doing my work, head down, ass up, doing my work, doing my work. Where's it? Oh, everyone else is digging in the wrong fucking place. <laughs> okay, right. What have we got? Number seven, global growth. So we've gone from national to global since the pandemic. I've been on Clubhouse a lot. People are like, oh, Rob, why on Clubhouse all the time? Because it's global growth for me. I now have 229,000 followers on um, Clubhouse in dozens of countries, and most of those are American now. Uh, my podcast has listeners in 204 countries. So anything that helps me with global growth, I'm now doing ads in specifically different countries. I'm launching all of my books into the US and the European um, and the Asian markets. I'm getting translation deals in Russian and Korean. So I'm working on global growth because that is definitely a seven-figure activity. Okay, Sola said here, yeah, but Rob, what are the seven pound or seven dollar tasks? I'll do another piece of content on that for you because I love you. I got your back. By the way, those of you who are listening on The Disruptive Entrepreneur, you might notice people are giving me stars. People are asking me questions. So make sure that you follow me on Facebook, Rob Moore Progressive, and then you can interact with me and you can see how ridiculous my hair is and the, 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 this crazy hoodie that I've got. I'm surprised I haven't been trolled on that yet. And also, if you're watching the live, make sure you subscribe to The Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast because you can listen to it on the go. You get three episodes a week. Um, and you can fast forward the, the, the fluffy bits. You can listen to me on two times speed or 0.5 times speed. So are you leveraging all of the resources and the platforms that I'm giving you? Are you following me on Clubhouse in, in the rooms that I'm in? At Rob Moore. Are you listening to my Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast? Are you watching me on Facebook? Omnipresence. You can't hide from me. All right, what have we got? Uh, we just done global growth. Number eight, great talent. Hiring great talent, building an amazing team, managing the senior managers, training the team, giving them key result areas, having a maximum percentage of income generating staff and outsourcers. That is a seven figure task. So stop working too hard on you and work hard on them. Be an acquirer of great talent, a builder of great teams. Number nine, if you're great at marketing, that's a seven figure task. Launch campaigns, effective marketing strategies. Um, But, you know, if you have a shop selling in the shop, the great salesperson, the great stock, this is, of course, selling. Marketing is getting people in the shop in the first place. 
You could argue that is more important. John Paul, thank you for the 2,000 stars. Oh, you're all very generous today. Thank you. The stars make me feel grateful for recognition. I mean, that amount of stars ain't going to make me rich, but it lets me know that I'm giving you good content. So thank you, and I'll keep doing that. If you've got any requests for content, hit me up in the comments. What would you like to learn from me? What are you struggling with that I could help you with? What do you want me to do an episode on? I mean, I've not been doing too many Facebook Lives recently because the reach has not been the best, although this one's quite good. Um, and someone asked me in my supporter group yesterday, hey, Rob, you know, your lives through, especially through the pandemic, they really helped me. I missed them. And I went and said, look, it's kind of the reach issue. And now next day I've gone and done it because you ask, I'll deliver. And it helps me because it gives me content as well. It gives me ideas for you. OK, number 10 then is increasing show up rates. If you have events, if you have um, customers that buy things and take actions, them showing up, them buying, them buying on the subscription, them renewing the subscriptions, them not bouncing off the order page. Um, all of these will increase revenue and that could be a seven figure um, revenue stream for you. It certainly is for us. And we have tens of thousands of people that come to our events. So, you know, just 10% extra show up rate. That could be a thousand people. It's big, more than a thousand people. OK, number 11, reading reports and tracking KPIs. So I got to the point in business where I had to start reading a lot of reports. And I'm like, man, this is getting in the way of me doing the doing. But reading the reports helps me help people doing the doing. It helps me keep an eye on my business from afar. It helps me make decisions in data and all. all I think the decisions for your business are hidden in the data in plain sight. So if you get reports on all the trackable, measurable key performance indicators of your business and then you read the reports, you track the KPIs, you test and measure new ones. My friend Mark's there. Mark and I used to beat the heck out of each other in martial arts back in the day. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I probably spend five, maybe 10 hours a week reading reports, KPIs and tracking all the key metrics of the business. There's likely to be a set number, dozens or even hundreds of key metrics in your business that are going to give you real time feedback as to whether you're decaying or you're growing. OK, oh, all the stars coming in and a lot of people follow me on Clubhouse. Thank you. Remember, I love you all. Even the critics, the haters, the trolls, the punks, the wankers. I love you, too. Thanks for keeping me motivated. Boom. All right. Number 12, then refining your sales pitches. Facts tell stories, sell refining your story, your origin story. The journey of you, the guide, and your client, the hero, if you haven't yet uh, studied the hero's journey, which I think is great. Bringing your clients up and having them as the um, glowing case studies of your products or services and getting the great reviews, which will probably sell better than you ever could. So refining your sales pitches, your offers, um, and, and the way that you sell elegantly and persuasively and through proof. Definitely a seven-figure activity for sure. Okay, next one, number 13, figuring out the algorithms on social media. Someone said to me, oh, well, Rob, how'd you do that? That's, that's an impossible task. It's not an impossible task. They'll never tell you what it is, but figuring out as close to you can how to get more reach, how to get more engagement, how to get the content that you want to get out there rather than just the content that the social media platforms want you to get out there, how to maximize your um, leads and interest from your content. No point just chucking out content that you think is useful, but your market doesn't or the social media platforms won't give you reach. So continually figuring out all the reach and all the algorithms on social media and getting your um, content maximum exposure, very high value task. 
seeing as most of us are now getting all of our um, clients and leads on social media, or it's one of the, the major sources. Okay, number 14, sort of already covered this, but it's its own unique thing. Getting client case studies and testimonials. Remember, facts tell, story sell, and your glowing case studies will be far better a salesperson for your business than you ever could, even if you're a legend. Because people will always say, oh, well, Rob, you would say that. You would say, join my supporter program, Rob. It's yours. You want the money. Yeah, I want $5 a month. Well, make me rich. But of course, you would always have an ulterior motive for selling your products and services, but your clients don't. And you know, people are going to go and one-star you if your service isn't good. You know, they're much more, people are quite more, much more happy to comment about you on social media now. So if they're commenting great things, that goes viral. If they're commenting shit things, that goes viral probably even faster. Um, number 15, managing good agencies. So I actually think it's really important to do your own in-house marketing and build a marketing team. But I also think it's important to test new marketing agencies um, so that you can get them to compete with your team and your team to compete with them. Keep them on their toes. But you've got a plan B or a plan C if, um, you know, if your ads stop working or their ads stop working or they find out something new or you find out something new. All right. Number 16, then the founder of your company, probably you, the MD or the ops manager of your company, maybe you or someone you've hired. They need to keep moving to higher levels of strategy. They need to keep working on vision and mission and global scale and growth. And then anything else cascades down into your team. So the more strategic you become, the more operational your team become, which means you can get more operations done through your team and not through you. So you can go, hmm, how do we go from national to intercontinental to global? How do we figure out systems and processes to help us scale on mass? How do we go from a six to a seven to an eight to a nine figure business? These are the questions you should be asking. And these are strategic questions, which link back, links back to number one on the seven figure activities, which is new partnerships and collaborations. If you want to grow more globally, more quickly, you do that through collaborations, joint ventures and partnerships. Oh, I'm sweating here. What are we on? Number 16. So number 17, love your customers, nurture your customers, pipeline, getting feedback and caring for and listening to and solving the problems of your clients. L love on them, as they say in America, love on them hard. Look after them, get their feedback, work out what their new problems and pains are, care enough about them to speak to them about them and then solve them. And you are going to go from six to seven to eight figure business or whatever you are to the next level. All right, number 18, then culture and energy. So you bring great culture of um, solution focus, of disruption, of, you know, work hard, play hard or whatever your values are, your company, your personal values represented through your company, your company values and culture and creating energy and enthusiasm and passion and drive and solution focus and a desire to serve. This energy that you create in your communities, in your staff, for yourself when you started in your own little broom cupboard, this is going to end up being a seven figure task for you. No doubt about it. Number 19 of 22 is get great mentors and stand on the shoulders of giants. Leverage the experience of others. Um, get specialists in who can train you on marketing, on sales, on recruitment, on strategy, uh, and on, on management. Did I say leadership? So yeah, 100% getting great mentors. All right, number 20, creating recurring income. If you have to keep selling the thing, then that could be a three, a four, a five um, dollar figure task. You know, you might sell things for hundreds, 
or thousands or tens of thousands of pounds. But if you have to keep selling it, it's a lot of energy. Whereas if you get recurring income through membership sites, through payment plans, um, etc., and you can create a SaaS software as a service, then you can build not only big income streams, but you might get a multiplier of 10 or 20 or 50 on selling or IPOing in the future. Number 21.21 is acquiring new companies. I've bought one lettings business and two training companies, and the total combined we paid for those was less than £30,000 across the three, and one of them was no money down. So acquiring businesses in your space to grow through acquisition, which means you don't have to start up from scratch, you don't have to spend the hundreds of thousands or millions on marketing over the years to grow the business, that could be a great way to um, have a six, a six, a seven or an eight figure activity. You could put seven figures on the top line, six figures on the bottom line or more instantaneously with one single acquisition. And then point 22, we did it. And we've done it in under 20 minutes as well. Boom. Um, IT and automation. So we're getting a lot of systems and software built now in-house through, through our systems architect. So we're getting um, our CRM, our email management, our um, recurring membership sites, etc., our payment gateways, all of them are being built in-house, which will save us masses of money in, of course, paying these monthly recurring um, payment plans to all these software and system providers. But it also gives us autonomy, control, and ultimate leverage. And we might even white label them and, and sell licenses to them in the future. Right, I'm going to do a quick recap. I want to thank everyone for all your lovely comments on the live. Um, for those of you continuing to give me stars, uh, really grateful. People saying they're reading my book, Opportunity. People pitching me to collaborate. People hitting the share button. Okay, right. So here we are. Um, 22 seven-figure activities that I am working with my team on as we speak. Myself, my MD, my executive assistant. I'm sharing them with you live. I've been writing these over the weekend. Hot off the press. If you do more of these and less of the seven dollar tasks, then your revenue is going to grow exponentially and you're going to be more leveraged and less overworked. Right. New partnerships and collaborations, number one. Spotting the new trends, products and opportunities, number two. Finding the new ad platform, number three. Focusing on outbound sales as well as inbound, number four. Training your trainers and partners and staff, number five. Helping people with implementation, not just education, especially masterminding and mentoring, number six. Number seven, global growth. Number eight, building great talent. Um, number nine, launch campaigns and effective marketing. Number 10, increasing show up rates or conversion rates. Um, number 11, reading reports and tracking and testing and measuring KPIs. Number 12, refining your sales pitches and processes. Number 13, figuring out the algorithms on the social channels. Number 14, getting client case studies and testimonials. Number 15, managing ad agencies well. Number 16, the founders and the MDs and the high-level staff becoming ever more strategic. Number 17, loving on your customer, nurturing them and pipelining their feedback and solving their problems. Number 18, creating a great culture and energy within your communities and your teams. Number 19, getting great mentors and specialists to train you. Number 20, create recurring and residual income streams. Number 21, acquiring new companies. And number 22, IT and automation and software and systems, ideally in-house. If you found this useful, hit the share button now. If you're listening to the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast, share the link on your social media. Tag me in. I'll thank you. Might sign a book, might give you a, a gift or a bonus just to show my gratitude. Thanks for following my work. Bosh. And remember this, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.